If you saved your company a billion dollars, that's billion with a B, what would you expect? Would you expect to be told, uh, good job, keep it up, just keep doing what you're doing? Well, Google has just announced that they've saved roughly a billion dollars thanks to work from home. And joining us now for more on this, and I think from home, is tech expert Mark Saltzman. He joins us now here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Mark, good afternoon. Hey, Jeff. Thanks for having me on. Well, thanks for being here. Just exactly how does Google figure they've saved a billion dollars this past year from their employees staying home? Yeah. So what they found was that they saved $268 million the first quarter of this year. So the first few months. So if you extrapolate that over the year, that's a billion dollars in savings. And interestingly, that doesn't even include less office space being used. Maybe they're still tied into uh, you know, commercial real estate obligations uh, and, and all the gear that they had to buy for employees previously. But that is really, the, according to a Bloomberg report, it's advertising and promotional spending that's been cut you know, with more digital-only campaigns and events. Uh, fewer travel expenses, very few travel mm. expenses over the last uh, 13 months. Uh, and again, that doesn't even include rent because that's the big sort of uh, reason why a lot of companies are thinking this through, thinking, well, if I don't have to buy, you know, in Toronto, for example, some really expensive real estate property because I can have my employees work from anywhere, that's really going to shave off expenses because that's one of the biggest ones uh, for companies and all the related sure. ones like insurance and, and as I said, equipment and all that because this is like a BYOD. Uh, movement here. We bring your own devices, right? So uh, people are, are using their own laptops and, and smartphones to get their work done from wherever. So really that billion dollars could have maybe been $2 billion if you uh, yeah. Yeah, factor in that office space. And maybe that's something, do you think that Google and other companies are now seriously looking at that uh, I've already seen a potential billion dollar savings. I'm still paying these uh, rents. I've still got this commercial property. If we divest of that, we could save even more in our bottom line? Yeah. Without question, as so long as it doesn't hurt, you know, the corporate mo morale, like, you know, as long as the employees want to work from home. And according to a lot of the surveys that I've read over the past year, they do. 73% um, uh, of Microsoft employees in the US said that they would continue to work from home happily uh, post pandemic. Similar numbers in Canada, Global TV had a report in December that found uh, based uh, on some Vancouver research that 80% or four out of five respondents uh, to a survey said they'd be uh, happy to continue to work from home. But yeah, Google is going back to a, a hybrid model this fall, as many other companies are, both in the US and in Canada. So I think companies big and small, if you do the math, they can. There, there's definite, definite benefits to working from home for the employee, the employer, and of course, the environment with fewer cars on the road, right? The employer can um, hire the best person for the job. They don't have to be local. Uh, the employee has a better work-life balance. I mean, in Toronto alone, the average commute pre-COVID was 41 minutes each way. That's 82 minutes a day in the car. You can do the math. So if you can get that back and you don't mind working from home and you're motivated to do so, it's better time, you know, maybe less money on, um, on things like childcare and all that. So there's lots of benefits. So long as there, people are comfortable working from home, the employer can secure their data properly by having employees work from home because they are using their personal devices in many cases on a less secure network than at the office. But if you tick all those boxes and are able to support your workers remotely and everybody's happy and you can live in, in a town that costs a lot less than the GTA, then everybody wins. You know, it's interesting you say the average commute was 41 minutes because I'm sure there's a lot of people listening right now going, 
Who got home that quick? Come on, really? Yeah. 41 minutes? Because I think exactly. most people would have thought it was like an hour and a half, yeah. two hours, it feels like yeah. uh, a lot of days, at least uh, pre-pandemic, that the commute took that long. But if we're looking at work from yeah. home uh, being something that is sustainable, that uh, is going to continue into the future, are there developments techno- uh, technology-wise that we're going to see uh, that might replicate the office experience a little more closely? I, I know Zoom has made some adjustments uh, recently to their screen setup, but the one thing that uh, virtually they just can't seem to get a replace is what you were talking about just a second ago is uh, morale and just, uh, you know, there's something about that face-to-face contact with your fellow colleagues mm-hmm. and employees that uh, virtually, although you're, you're connected, you're, you're not... I guess, fully connected. Yeah, that's fair. And Zoom fatigue is a real thing, right? And there are those who, you know, okay, maybe four out of five people said they'd continue to work from home, but it's not a perfect scenario. Uh, And it's not a one-size-fits-all scenario for everybody. So there are those who miss the camaraderie of having employees and the employers also may feel that their the, the the projects that their employees are working on uh, may not be uh, as you know as well organized or as you know sort of passionately backed by the employees if they don't see each other and and have that uh, morale and all that so uh, you know i think that the tools are going to remain the same they'll just evolve i think what happened with covid is that it accelerated what was happening already which was uh, the start the starting of a hybrid work environment for mostly you know white collar jobs for a lack of a better phrase but obviously there are some jobs that have to be done in person so i think we're going to just see the evolution of these tools like video communication we may see more things like holograms where it's not a flat video but you may virtually see somebody beside you that's not really there a couple of years down the road. Oh, man, can I send my hologram to my next uh, Zoom meeting? Is that possible now? (laughs) Well, already, funny enough, they already have uh, some tools that will have an avatar in your place. If you're feeling that you don't want to have to always dress up uh, for work or you don't want your employees to see the background of a messy uh, work environment, you can already have a avatar. And then it, what happens is it's, you're still talking live and the avatar's lips move with yours. So we're already <laughs> seeing that. Uh, we're seeing tools like um, uh, noise compression solutions, where if a dog is barking in the background or kids are crying or what have you, it, you the person on the other end doesn't hear that at all. It's getting better. And I think it's just accelerating, but we're not quite there yet with telepresence technology where it's like virtually there with VR and holograms, but it will get there. Um, But I think the, you know, the, the barriers of entry are too high at that point. Okay. But what about VR and virtual reality when it comes to work from home, you know, in the not too distant future, could we see that uh, more and more? And would that help replicate the true workplace experience a little better and help when it comes to uh, connection and morale? Yeah, I, I do believe it, it does uh, already. Uh, there are some even free virtual chat room tools that are secure enough for employers to embrace. So you don a, an HMD, a head-mounted display, and it's as if you're sitting across from someone. It's mostly still, at this point, a, an avatar, which you can have it represent you like realistically or not. Um, so not quite like ready player one just yet, but, uh, but getting there. And then you could be sitting around a virtual boardroom and someone is presenting in real time on a virtual whiteboard, if you will, uh, or even in the air and, and drawing out concepts and, and sales targets and things like that. It's just not mainstream yet. And it's still kind of crude, but it does exist today, even for free. But I think eventually it will get better and better. And we will, I don't think, Honestly, I don't think we're going to go back to the way it was. I think it will very much be 
a hybrid uh, uh, work life going forward when we get out of this mess for better, for worse. And then, you know, it, it depends on the occupation, as I mentioned, but there are clear benefits and downsides to this work from home movement. All right. Tech expert Mark Saltzman with us on this Friday. Mark, thanks as always. Enjoy your weekend. You too, Jeff. Cheers. Thank you. And you have to believe that uh, this news from Google is maybe the strongest argument yet when it comes to work from home. And we've talked about this on and off again uh, throughout the uh, pandemic and the experience of uh, working from home for both employers and employees. But Mary, when you hear that a company feels that they've saved maybe a billion dollars with the WFH work from home in a year, that's got to speak as loudly as anything, both to employees and employers. Oh, for sure. You know, what was the movie? Show me the money. I mean, if we're seeing like the bottom line really impacting the overall revenue from the company, how could you debate that? I mean, it really seems like, as Mark said, and we've seen before the pandemic, that there may very well be a hybrid that's already started to kind of move into a lot of companies. Okay, well, let me ask you, because uh, you have worked from home throughout this entire pandemic. Uh, I'm here in studio. Dave's in an adjacent studio here as well at uh, Chorus Key. But you truly are working from home and have since really the beginning. I don't know, are the uh, pros outweighing the cons for you? You know, I, I have to say, um, and I was just mentioning this uh, just yesterday, how proud and inspired I am to have learned so much technology. I'll, I'll admit at first it was daunting and there was a lot to take in and a lot of changes. Um, I, I have to say the commute is something I am not missing. I didn't have a bad commute, but, you know, not having that at all is something I don't miss. One of the things I do miss is the, the camaraderie and the opportunities, you know, <laughs> I was around say the, us right here. Cooler. Yes. Okay. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> you guys, you guys for sure. Um, it is amazing though, that we can make it all happen. And here I am at my dining room table in Etobicoke in my slippers and, uh, you guys are pumping it out through master control. It's just awesome. Yeah. What about you, David? What do you think? Uh, being in the office, would you rather be uh, working from home? So at first I was like, ah, I kind of wanted to be at home, but, uh, after I talked to the engineers here, I was pretty much impossible to get it set up at my place. Um, but you know what? I like coming in. I like seeing you. I like seeing Dave in the newsroom, Danny in the newsroom, everybody, um, all the ops here as well. Um, it's just a little bit of normalcy for me as well. Um, it's just, it, it, it took a little while for me to get used to it too. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I still like coming in. The commute for me is not that bad. Uh, it's about 20 minutes just to buy. And I ride my bike here. Uh, yesterday, I would rather work from home. But, um yeah, for me, it's not that bad. Just like 20 minutes here and I get to see you guys and it's uh, it's been fun. Yeah, you know, I think really it's the hybrid. And again, Mark was talking about this, this hybrid model that is going to be what wins the day here, that there's flexibility for uh, workers mm -hmm. and employers uh, alike here. And maybe it's uh, three days in the office, two days working from home, whatever works. I mean, the ultimate setup to me, and it's funny because I've read that some companies have now put uh, rules in place where you can't do this. But if you're going to work from home five days a week, I would be more than happy to do that as long as it's, uh, you know, from Tulum or Portugal, maybe, or <laughs> somewhere right. like that. It's an option. Choose yeah. your home. Yeah. <laughs> but, but have you heard about this? The companies have put rules in place that you've got to be in yep. a certain geographical area, right, Mary, to, to do your job. Yeah. Yeah, and another thing I saw, you know, my, my father was born in Ireland, and we still have lots of family there, so I've been in touch with them throughout all this. And the reason I mention that is because um, Ireland is opening up a little more and more. Things are getting better there, and they're saying, hey, if you're working remotely, 
come and do it from Ireland. And I thought, wow, what a great opportunity. Again, check with your company before you do the big move. Oh, but yeah. <laughs> it really does open up more opportunities. That's funny. I wonder how long yeah. you could get away with that until the company went, you're where now? Living where? Uh, oh, should I have checked with you first? I'm sorry. <laughs> right. Or, or what happens if there's an impromptu, hey, we're having an, uh, a meeting. Everybody come on in. We want to see your faces. Oh, my gosh. I got to book a plane ticket, right? Yeah. I'll be there Friday for sure. Uh, two Fridays from now, if that's okay.